0: dementia. We want their first-person perspective um, to gain insight from their experiences. So today I'm really pleased to have joining with us Jim Butler. Um, Jim is in his early 70s. He was diagnosed um, with Alzheimer's disease, I I believe, just four years ago. Um, Jim, welcome.
1: Well, I'm glad to be here with you.
0: So tell. um, I love how we are um, calling like when we talked to you you talked about disarming an Alzheimer's diagnosis and and I love that phrase but tell us what you mean by that well
1: I think what I mean by that <clears throat> I, I have cognitive issues and it, it has to do with memory and confusion and stuff that I was able to do routinely for my whole life and and now I have to search for it when I'm when I'm looking to pull that up from my brain and and uh Um, and, and so I, you know, I, when I got my diagnosis, I had the good fortune to be, um, surrounded or to be in groups with a lot of people that had been covering the same ground as I was now covering, I was then covering, um, for a year or so in front and and before me. And, And I learned a lot for them. And, and, uh, and, and one of the things I learned is to, you know, I was so worried when, after I got my diagnosis, I was frightened and, unsure of myself. And every time I had a a cognitive hiccup and I I get them uh, a couple of dozen times a day, I would get, I I think I'm getting worse and I'd worry about it or I'd get frustrated or angry about it. And and after a while, I, I learned from being around with these, with these folks that had, uh, that had covered that ground before me. They, they, I learned that you know, be gentle with yourself and and uh, and, and and don't get impatient and don't get angry and, and frustrated. Uh, try and uh, and it's what I call that is try and smile at it. I, when I have a hiccup, when I have something I can't remember, I I smile and I say, hey, "Just relax, Jim, and and uh, and it'll come back." And it and it usually does. And and if I'm at a store and I'm interacting with someone that I'm not familiar with, they Give me a bunch of instructions or a bunch of messages. I can't, I can't absorb it quite that fast. And I'll, I'll ask them, I'll say, slow down. I've got some cognitive issues or I have Alzheimer's or whatever it might be, but I'll, I, 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 you know, I please, uh, run it by me again or whatever the case might be. And I, and, um, and I've had, you know, and that's my way of being gentle with myself, and, and uh, I'm moving the wrong way here. Uh, that's my way of being gentle with myself, and, 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 um, and if I'm gentle with myself, I'm gentle with most every other thing in my life. Uh, probably more so than before I got this diagnosis, and, and uh, so it's a, that's an upside to yeah. take up in this condition.
0: Absolutely. Um, tell me, I, I when did you first note that maybe something um, might be wrong or something was a bit off? How how did it first manifest? Were you working in a job? Um, what were your circumstances?
1: Well, I was in the healthcare space, the addiction treatment business for a lot of years. But I had retired a few years um, before, I had any cognitive issues, and and but I, I guess uh, you know there there was one incident, but I, I had been noticing. My father would say my clutch was slipping in an old stick shift car. Um, you know, I I, w- I would be forgetful things, or I'd be I'd be having trouble doing something with um, that I was trying to accomplish that I had done lots of times before, and it'd be you know. But I'm a guy, so I'd think about that, and i just get angry and blow it off, you know. And and uh, I had an I had an issue at the Apple Store in Chicago. My phone conked out, and I went in there, and I've never been Mr. High technology, and but they were—they gave me a new phone, and they were trying to download it. and They were telling me stuff to do. I couldn't do it, and, and I couldn't follow them. I just couldn't get in sync with it. And uh, so it was more was, like a
0: processing thing. It was it yeah, was.
1: Yeah, that was the thing that resonated with me strong enough. You know, I, I, I was <clears throat> leaving the Apple Store, and I was going to our second home in Michigan, and and. Uh, I was thinking. I was thinking to myself, there's something going on. You've been you've been thinking about this for a year, and 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 you need to uh, you need to look at it. You need to address it. And I, I did. I got I, I, when I got to the house, my wife was there, and some friends of ours that I longtime, lifelong friends. And uh, I told them over dinner. I said, "There's something going on with me, you know." And uh, I'm, I'm that that drive up there was the Fourth of July weekend. I had no driver apps or anything like that. You know, it was just really frustrating and scary. It shook my, it really rattled me. And, uh, and I shared that with them. And then I, when I, when the holiday was over, I reached out to my internal medicine guy and, you know, my internal medicine doctor in Chicago. And, uh, he hooked me up with the, with the folks, the cognitive and Alzheimer's unit. unit
0: At that hospital. point, Jim, were you were noticing something was wrong. Were other people, do you think, were people, maybe your wife or people you're close to, were they beginning to pick up signs or did you really um, disguise it well?
1: Not really. I mean, I didn't pick that up from anybody that they were, you know, that they were noticing my forgetfulness. And and I certainly wasn't sharing it with anybody. I, I just, I just kept it quiet to myself and I, but I, when I when I was doing that I'd always think my dad had Alzheimer's and, and so when I was that was kind of in the background of me for that year or year and a half before I reached out and, and engaged with it that I was thinking am I going where my dad went you know and and uh, and, and, and and yeah so in answer to your question that's it
0: do you um, were you ever genetically tested do you know if you have a genetic predisposition to Alzheimer's I, I don't
1: know, I mean, like, going on one of these, one of these, I, I got lots of testing at Northwestern in, in the course of getting my diagnosis. But, you know, I assumed that, you know, I didn't, you know, I, I don't know if science knows right now if it is necessarily passed down generationally from father to son or daughter or that kind of thing. I still don't know that today. I've never really researched it. Um, but it was clearly on my mind. Um, I, I, you know, I, I not having any insight into what I thought Maybe it's contagion. Maybe it's you know. Yes. I had I had curly hair when I was a little you know, and my mother did, and I figured I got that from my mom, and maybe I got Alzheimer's from my dad. It was the kind of stuff that was going through my mind.
0: Well, how old was your dad when he was diagnosed?
1: He was uh, probably seventy-four or seventy-five.
0: Okay, so you're not uh, too far from where you are, right?
1: Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah it's uh, and I and I watched it progress. I mean, when. My mom passed away and my dad was living in Florida and he would come back to Chicago frequently and he'd often stay with my wife and I. And, and, uh, and we noticed, uh, my dad's term his clutch is slipping a little bit, you know? And, and, and I would notice that in my dad and he remarried down in Florida and uh, to a very good woman. And she, But he, he, as it evolved, he, uh, he ended up in a, in a care center, uh, a real good care center. We would go down and visit with him often.
0: I mean I can imagine that's really um it's it's it must be hard for you today because you've watched your dad um go through Alzheimer's and then you receive a diagnosis yourself. I I I can imagine that would be um doubly as difficult.
1: Yeah, it was difficult. I you know, I I uh I kinda I'm a pluralistic person, and I when I think back on that now, I think, oh well, your your thinking was, you know, I, I still don't know to this day if it's genetic or hereditary. I don't know. My dad had it. I have it, um, and, um, and, and and that's just this, that's the way it is.
0: You know? Jim, what was it like getting diagnosed for you? Was it was it a lengthy process, or um, you know, by the time you went in, was it very clear that there were um, you were diagnosed with cognitive issues?
1: Uh, you know, I, I, it, it was a probably a three-month process till we got the diagnosis. So you start off with the cognitive testing. Northwestern Hospital, Northwestern Memorial Hospital in Chicago is quite a they're kind of the big players in the Midwest here, and and uh, and so they have a lot of resources. But I, I, when I talk about it, I see you, you get to flunk your way into the next test, and you know it started out with cognitive testing and and um, and memory testing and that kind of stuff, and and. I ended up then getting um, uh, an MRI, and eventually, a, and, and eventually, a, a, a lumbar tap. Um, oh,
0: and did they find plaques and? They, tank- they find
1: the, yeah, they, they both they showed the, the, the tau and the uh, amyloids that are that are present in Alzheimer's or markers of Alzheimer's kind of thing. Um, so
0: it's it's. You know, it's it's actually three months is a pretty quick diagnosis. I mean, we you know, we talk to people all the time and sometimes it takes years before they yeah. know conclusively. Um, how were you able to get the lumbar puncture? Is that is that something you opted in or was it through a trial?
1: Well, it's it's what they wanted to do. Um it, at the center there, the doctor's name was Dr. Two doc, Doctor Dr. and Dr. Ian Grant. I can't remember a lot of stuff, but I remember their names. <laughs> and, uh and it's kind of you know one test leads to another. I mean, if you if you do a certain way, to, perhaps on that cognitive testing or the memory testing, um, that qualifies you to go to the next thing. They've got, and I suppose that's part of the system at Northwestern. That's the way they do it. I, I've talked to any number of people who have gone to their doctors and in other facilities, and they and, and they went they, they didn't. They were sent away with a diagnosis without any of the kind of testing that I received and I don't you know I that to me doesn't seem ideal certainly and and uh, I Was fortunate to have this relationship with Northwestern where they've got all these resources I don't, I don't think that's the case for everybody. I see a lot of folks in MCI support groups that um, you know and I got a call recently from a relative that uh his, his wife, the doctor told his wife she probably has Alzheimer's, and I tried to talk about the testing, and and he said, "Well, there really hasn't been any other than a little paper and pen testing. There hasn't been any testing like that." By, I, I don't know, you know, I, I don't know what to say to him.
0: You know? Yeah, it's it is very inconsistent indeed. Um, Jim, I'm curious, and I ask this question to to many people, because before my mom was diagnosed with Alzheimer's, I didn't know anything either about, you know, what Alzheimer's was like. And one of the things that surprised me was this kind of up and down pattern that we've seen throughout, right? And um, I always thought, you know, Alzheimer's was a disease where you kind of fade, and it gets worse, and it's a slippery slope. But you know, there are these periods of lucidity that appear at least, um, you know, we see it very clearly with my mom, where some days we're like, wow, she's doing really well, like she remembers a lot. And then other days, you know, it appears that she's slipping down that slope. So from your perspective, uh, do you would you describe it that way? Would you describe some days that you feel like, hey, I don't have anything wrong with me? And then other days where you really feel it?
1: Um, I can answer it this way. I don't ever feel like I don't ever have the thought that hey, I, I don't, I, I don't feel like I have it. Um, but I have. Some days are easier and more fluid, and 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 they work better than other days. Um, some days, um, you know, I'm I'm just sailing through a lot of stuff. I don't mean to say that I don't have forgetfulness. I do. My forgetfulness is dozens of times a day, but. But I, it's not the kind of thing you really trip over, you know, you just close your eyes and think about it for a moment and it'll come back to you try and relax and it will come back to you. And, and uh, um, but, you know, some days there are difficult days. It seems like every darn thing I try to accomplish is going to is is so frustrating, so complicated and frustrating that, you know, it's like, oh, the hell with it. And it just, you know, I'll look, I'll write it down and do it tomorrow. You know, and and. Yeah. Uh, Certainly have those days. I I don't I don't have any. I mean, I enjoy. I enjoy every day. Um, I, I try and make it my business to enjoy every day. I certainly have frustrations, and I I don't mean to sit here and talk on this program and and, and say I I don't get frustrated and pissed off and you know and and, and really sad, heartbroken, because um, I, I I do get that way frequently, but but. Um, it's real important for me to kind of pull myself out of that. And, and, um, and, and I, you know, I've got a great marriage and a lot of wonderful people in my life and we're financially secure and that kind of stuff. And I, 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 I don't want to waste any of this time. I don't know how much time I'm going to have going forward. And I don't want to waste a darn bit of it by being um, resentful or, or, you know, I, I want to, I, I, I'm blessed with a lot of good people in my life. And I, and I, and I want to live up to that
0: often. There's so much. And in fact, it's been scientifically proven that if you have support and love around you, it actually, um, Makes you healthier, you know, in, in so many ways. I mean, there's so many um, complications with Alzheimer's, with um, depression and anxiety and things like that. And and the love and support of a stable relationship and a family is is really helpful, I believe, um, um, to overcoming some of those. What what about mood changes? Have you found that you are maybe uncharacteristically a, a get upset about things or angry or Anything like that that's present in your personality?
1: I don't think so. I mean, I think the stuff, the way I felt about general stuff of life five years ago, 10 years ago, I still feel the same. I evolve like anyone, and my politics might change or my this or that. But but um, but no, I, I, I don't... Um, Yeah. I mean, I I think it's a pretty, uh, you know, I I don't find myself, I forget the question. What was it?
0: (laughs) (laughs) No, I just, you know, sometimes um, people describe um, symptoms of Alzheimer's as like acting uncharacteristically, like, you know, all of a sudden, the most even-tempered people will all of a sudden have um, Mm -hmm. outbursts or things like that. I was just wondering if you've experienced any mood changes um, through the course of, of what you've experienced.
1: I suppose sometimes I get, overly frustrated and and if my wife were here she'd probably say yes yeah, <laughs> yeah, Jim then you turn into a pain in the neck you know <laughs> but I, I don't you know I try and um I'm more gentle with myself now than I was for the previous five years the, the, the any time prior to the last five years you know and, and uh so I mean I, I think I roll with stuff uh a lot more fluidly
0: Do you feel like you're uh, relatively stable um, over the last four or five years since you were diagnosed, or do you feel like, you know, there are days where where you feel like you're actually declining?
1: Well, I I kind of monitor myself every day in a casual way, but I still drive. I I drive, I have no difficulty driving a car. I have, uh, at our place in Michigan, there's a a, a pump that a fella came over that's going to be doing some work for us, I won't go into the story, but, but he, uh, we have a, a pump to drain the swimming pool, and and uh, and Lisa said so get the pump. I said, do we have a pump to drain the swimming pool? I couldn't remember. Yeah, certainly we do. You know, to, it, we take the water off of it when it's, you know, and, and I, I couldn't remember that, you know, kind of. That was a, an episode yesterday. So, I mean, I, I had that kind of stuff, but that's the kind of stuff. When I finally, when it dawned on me, I said, well, Lisa, "Where Lisa, it's not in the garage. She said, why don't you look on the pool shed? Oh, duh. you know, and that's where it was. So, you know, that was that was a hiccup um, yesterday. Um, you know, I have those all the time. You know, yeah. the
0: Do you, what are what are some of your coping strategies like enlighten us? We have a lot of people watching who are either caring for someone or or, or have a dementia diagnosis. Is there anything in particular you found that really helps you um, to cope?
1: Sure, being gentle with yourself when you have those, instead of getting frustrated and feeling um, and feeling um, terrible about, you know, instead of, it, it, try smiling at yourself. You, you, if you've got cognitive issues, they're, they're you're going to be dealing with them most every day, and 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 um, be gentle with yourself. Is right? Be gentle with yourself. Um, it, it's. Um, the uh, if you if you can possibly find a way of doing that that'd be my advice to do that um, try and disarm it try and walk away from it be gentle with yourself give it another shot later ask someone for some help whatever you need to do but
0: Have you noted any patterns um, uh, maybe triggers um, or things that help you um, to, um you know really cope and or, or compensate for for these times like these episodes that that you've um, shared with us well
1: sometimes if we're having dinner with friends and you know a couple another couple is, is, is fine when you get three couples and there's four or five conversations going on in those with those three couples it to me that's I can't I'm they're all speaking a different language I can't I can't engage with any of them. Um, too much going on at one time. Too much going on at one time. Yeah, I just can't. You know, I mean, I. I so I, I'll kind of get quiet there, and when when I can jump in with something, I'll jump in with it. You know, and that's um, that's my way of coping with those kinds of situations.
0: Um, you know, it- my
1: drug- God.
0: Yeah, no, I was just going to say it's interesting because when you talked about the Apple store and something, that, you know, that first went on when you went into the Apple store and you got frustrated because you couldn't follow what they were telling you. And then, you know, when you talk about dinner conversations, I mean, that to me is it's it's like processing. It's the speed of processing that seems to be um, impacted, um, you know, in the in in the manifestation of of cognitive impairment um, in in your case. Would, would you describe yeah. it that way?
1: I suppose you know I was I, I met a friend of mine, and we we both have dogs, and we took them over to the lakefront here in Chicago for a beautiful we it was fifty five degrees on in Chicago, and that's at this time of the year in chicago that's a that's a gift. and yeah. uh, everybody's social distancing, of course, but the lakefront was full of people, and the dogs were running around and uh, and when we were driving back, i Bob and I were talking and and uh, and uh, and i was uh, was telling him, I said, "You know I, these last couple of days, maybe I've got too many moving parts going on, but I feel like I'm getting worse is what i is what I shared with Bob. I didn't share that with my wife. I was thinking about it yesterday when I was with her and and uh, or I was thinking maybe I was thinking about it when I was driving back from Michigan but uh but I did share that with Bob today I said i, I sometimes I think this this the cognitive issues are 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 getting a little worse, I think. And and Bob said, "Geez, I didn't notice a thing, Jim." And I, I thank him for that. And and uh, and and that and it, it just could be me being critical of myself today. I don't know, you know. But it was uh, it yeah. was what I was thinking when I was with a guy who's you know a, a good friend of mine that uh, that I can talk to, and and that's what I you know. So again, that's kind of. You know, I, the stuff that's knocking around in my head that I'm tripping over and having a an hard time with and not wanting to talk about are the things that, that I need to talk about um, to someone. You know, not always my wife, maybe someone else. Uh, maybe tonight we're sitting here with I don't know how many people we're talking about, probably a whole bunch. But uh, that's all. Those are all coping mechanisms for me and, and, um, and my way of getting through uh, my way of dealing with this.
0: Is remarkable. I mean, I think a lot of people, um, you know, tend to hide. And, um, I, I, you know, I could see why maybe talking about it would make it a little bit less scary because you have reassurances of friends and, you know, and, and whatnot. Um, how are you dealing with COVID? I mean, it's on everyone's mind. Um, you know, it's the only thing anyone's talking about today is this coronavirus. Um, yeah. Has this time been um, difficult for you?
1: Well, you know, I'm I'm pretty realistic about it, and then, and I, I I watch a good bit of TV in the, in the right spaces, and and uh and so I'm you know I'm adapting to it pretty well, I think, and so is my wife. My wife works for CVS Health, and they've uh, they're right in the epicenter of with, with the entities between insurance and CVS the drugstores and all that kind of stuff. They she's really uh, she's really been busy, um, but. Um, I I forget the question. What was it?
0: No, no worries. No, I was just asking you how you're coping with COVID. Um, if you're finding this. Well,
1: oh, yeah, but I think fine. I mean, I, I I'm proud of what I see around Chicago and in the stores in Michigan or Chicago, wherever I'm at. I I was when we were in that when I was on the walk with Bob this afternoon on the lakefront. Everybody was even in. You know, there's acres and acres of land, and if people were. Five feet away from you, they would move over ten or fifteen feet when you passed and smile at each other. It was kind of fun, you know. And it was, uh, it was the the spirit of we're, we're all we're all pulling on this thing. So it was great fun to be there. And no, I mean, I, 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 I it was a, it was a terrific thing to do today.
0: Great, and Jim, give us a piece of advice for those people who are experiencing cognitive difficulties and perhaps just got a diagnosis of a dementia, um, whether it be Alzheimer's or another dementia, what's your sage uh, advice to them?
1: My sage advice would be to reach out to the Alzheimer's Association. There's a lot of resources out there. Um, there's, I, I mean, you were, we might be talking to people all over the world. I don't know with this audience, but there's a there's a chapter of the National Office of the Alzheimer's Association in every state that there is. They can put people on to. Um, they can they can engage people um, in groups and in support groups and in, 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 in a lot of different things that they find. For me, being with my peers, um, learning from people who have covering this ground before I did and can share stuff with me is enormously important. Staying home, worrying, feeling bad, hiding. Uh, I, 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 to me, that is the antithesis of if you can possibly engage with other people that can help you on this front, uh, your hospitals, your perhaps your churches. A, a lot of entities around, I think, have support for folks with the diagnosis, and I would strongly encourage them to engage.
0: Do you, how, how carefully do you practice, like, lifestyle, um, you know, exercise? Do you watch your diet? Did you have any, um, uh you know other um related diseases like diabetes or anything that you're managing
1: no no i i don't i've been pretty healthy on you know i had some back surgery um about six or eight months ago and and uh but no i i've uh yeah i i know i i'm i'm pretty healthy
0: yeah, well, thank you, Jim, and we, we're so appreciative for you, um, you know, to you for sharing your story with us. Um, I know it's enormously helpful uh, to many people out there, no matter you know which side of the fence you're sitting on, um, looking after someone um, with dementia or um, someone diagnosed. So, thank you so much for sharing your story with
1: uh, us. You're more than welcome. Thank you for for taking the time.
0: So as always with all of these interviews, we um, upload them to our website, beingpatient.com. If you haven't already done so, please sign up for our newsletters. We, have, uh, we will let you know about other interviews um, with people with dementia. We also interview a lot of experts uh, who are in, at the forefront of research. Um, so if you wanna keep up to date with those interviews, please sign up for our newsletter. Thanks very much for watching.